Get hype. What up? Our CEO. Oh, welcome to No 15 All Cast. It's the squad back at it again. Um, at this point, they're my co-hosts. They're the the ying to my yangs. The one, the only, Mr. Risk and Elusive. What up? Hey, everybody. What's hey, up? everybody. Okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Let's get this shit going already. Uh, <laughs> and this is going to wrap up this series. This is the Slashing Prices series, and this is volume four. And we're going to talk my bloody Valentine. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, yeah, man. My bloody Valentine. 1981, not 2009. Don't get it twisted. Uh, I hope, at least I hope we all watch the same movie because uh, we're talking about Did I, did I oh, forget man. to give you that message? <laughs> <laughs> I was watching the 09 one, man. Was... <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, this should be fun to talk about. There's some, there's some, I got some good notes. I'm, I'm sure you guys do too. And uh, before we jump into the movie, how's everybody's week going, man? How's your week? Not bad, man. Just working and uh, taking care of stuff. My daughter yelling something at me. <laughs> nice. Yeah. How about you, Chris? Um, my week is going all right, but uh, yeah, I had some uh, bad news this week. So my it wasn't a good friend or anything like that, but it was a supervisor of mine for like ten years. He passed away on Saturday, so oh, luckily wow. last yeah last Friday I went to the hospital, spent some time with him, and yeah Saturday morning it passed. But yeah, other than that, uh, just working all week, nothing nothing special. <laughs> How about you? Oh man, I'm sorry to hear that. It sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I. I... Uh, not not similar in in a way that it's been two months since my pops passed away. So that was uh, actually yesterday, and yeah. Uh, yeah, just getting used to it, man. Still, it still takes a lot, you know, to get used to it, especially when you get someone close to you like that. So, but right. for the most part, you know, kids distract me, them fighting all the time, and they bro, they they. They're constantly like want skeletons. I don't know what the obsession is with skeletons in this time of year, and uh, <laughs> they must have like no joke, probably like six or seven like skeletons on different pieces in different places. They just they <laughs> keep destroying them, so it's like I don't want to buy anymore. <laughs> yeah, I put up my uh, my twelve foot skeleton for the house uh, last week. Yeah, uh, so it's out there, you know, right now. Call him Spinal. What'd you Spinal. call him? Spinal. Oh, spinal. Nice. <laughs> spinal. Killer Skeletor. Skeletor. Nice, man. That's awesome. You got to send me a pic of that. Yeah. Uh, Post it on the podcast page. Ephraim's 12-foot spinal. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, just don't post my address uh, on the internet. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you're going to have a stalker. <laughs> but, yeah, man. Um other than that, I've been excited to talk about this and get everything going. I got to work on our our little ad for this, so I can't wait to okay. put that together. Should be fun. We got some good movies, man. I think in this this whole series and kind of finishing it out with this movie kind of makes sense when you think about how the first movie was compared to this one. That first one ha- kind of had a who done it aspect to it, and so does this one. So I think it's gonna be yeah. fun to talk about it. But yeah, let's let's run into our first segment. <laughs> 
Doc, from the future. I came here in a time machine that you invented. Now I need your help to get back to the year, back to the, back to the, back to the, back to the year. The year is 1981, son. 1981. I was one going on two or two or probably something like that. Two, maybe. Yeah, it depends on the month. Yeah, depends on the month. In 81, man, what you guys got for interesting facts? I got MTV kicked off that year. That was the first uh, first year they played. Well, I guess they started showing videos, right? They showed uh, Vito yeah, killed the radio show. star. Yep. And then the second was Pat Benatar. You better run. <laughs> the first two videos. But uh, yeah, now they don't show that. <laughs> now it's Kardashian <laughs> channel or whatever. They still have an award show for music videos, but they don't show music videos. <laughs> right? That's yeah. true, man. <laughs> yeah, 81. You mentioned some uh, videos. I had to play this song from 81. Here we go. Sometimes I feel I've got to... Oh, you guys let me down. All of a sudden, you guys could <laughs> run away. <laughs> uh, tainted love, yo. That's yeah. classic. Every time I hear that, I think of uh, the Coneheads now. That's funny. That I heard on Man Cow back in the day. Called, what uh, was it? On Man Cow. Remember Man Cow in the morning in Chicago? Yeah. <laughs> he had a, a parody called uh, Ain't No Love instead of Teens in Love. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> so, yeah. Think about <laughs> that. <laughs> think about it. It was pretty funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> instead of Tainted Love, uh, Ain't I got it. Yeah. I, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Uh what else you got? Uh let's see. I Bob, Bob Marley passed away nineteen eighty one. years. Yeah, he's thirty six years old. He passed away from skin cancer. Man. Yeah. So young. Yeah. Yeah. Did a lot. Those 36 years old. Yeah, definitely, man. Ronald Reagan was president in 81. The actor? Uh, yeah, from Death Valley days. <laughs> Reagan smash. <laughs> What's that from? Family guy. <laughs> He's punching the wall. Nice. Oh, stupid. <laughs> Donkey oh, Kong man. came out that year. Oh. Donkey Kong, yeah. And Frogger. Do, do, do. Yep. <laughs> oh, he man, man came out there, dude. Ooh. Nice. By the power of Grace Go. I don't care. That's still song. That song still gets me hyped. And when he says I am He Man, like yes, you Give are, me the so. power I beg of thee. <laughs> <laughs> That's Combined fitting for this month. <laughs> he, afterwards he says, I did do it, Dembala. <laughs> <laughs> Lean Cuisine Frozen Dinners debut in 81. Oh, wow. And Biggest Jello Pudding Pops. The Lost Ark. Oh, yes. It's a good one. You know, I don't know. I didn't appreciate that one until I got older, though, for some reason. As a kid, I didn't. I don't know why I couldn't get into it as much as like Temple of Doom. But yeah, as I got older, I, I like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, I get that. I think I'm probably with you on that. 
Uh, Evil Dead came out that year too. Oh, man, that movie's. I was way too young to see that, and I saw that probably like a year later, maybe when I was like three. Or I was like, no, I should have yeah. been watching that. <laughs> too young. I was I was much older. I was probably about seven when I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> I was more mature. Turned out okay. <laughs> more, right. I, I had her on my head, Caesar. Is what he's saying, pretty much. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, yeah. where is it now? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And oh, since there are movies, we got a uh, Scanners, Escape from New York, <laughs> American Werewolf in London, some other good ones. Man, those are all great movies. Yeah, um, and then uh, I know. I know Ephraim knows this one. Enter the Enter the Ninja came out there. Oh man! <laughs> oh man! <Kokosugi>. <laughs> <laughs> right. Got to yeah, do a Ninja series at some point. Oh yeah. Like, especially like the the Ninja movies that have like red and yellow geese. Like yeah, you're you're really hiding with that shit. But we loved it as kids. So. I know, right? Bright yellow, yeah. <laughs> Are you in the daytime, like daylight, <laughs> fighting out in the open? <laughs> Like these are not ninjas, but they are to us. Blended with sand. <laughs> sand in the forest with the sun. <laughs> they're blending in with the sun. It's yellow. Right. They're all American. <laughs> yeah. They're all American. <laughs> like Michael Dudikoff. Oh man, I can't wait to do that movie one of these days. <laughs> yeah, Cannonball Run. I used to love that as a kid. That came out in '81. Superman Two. It's a classic. Oh, nice. Uh, come on. Um, minimum wage three dollars and thirty five cents, nineteen eighty one. Nice. Uh, you guys want to hear something really crazy though? Nineteen eighty one, the interest rates to get a new home were sixteen point sixty four percent. Jeez, wow, really? That's even more than now. That's yeah, crazy. <laughs> That's not... It was really bad though. It was like you know, a really bad one. Right <laughs> yeah. I, I, I saw. Uh... On that note, like one gigabyte of storage used to cost three hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Holy shit! Like as big, it's as yeah. big as a truck, right? Imagine if every gigabyte you had, you had to pay three hundred thousand. Be broke. Ephraim, they drive it over to your house. Right, right. drive it over. <laughs> it's like Crazy. the library truck. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use it for long. It's got a oh, <laughs> one gig. Uh, crazy. Three hundred. That's insane, man. That's insane. Yeah. I don't even know how that works. I I pay for uh like one ninety nine a month for like what is it a hundred gigs or something? A hundred gigs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like two. That's bucks. insane. Yeah, man. Hopefully <laughs> Google's not listening. <laughs> oh. Compounded. No. Um. Famous quote <laughs> from that year is uh be all that you can be. Oh man. I guess that started the that army, year. huh? In the army. The scandal, man. Like there's a there's a couple scandals, right? There's a one I think with the uh I think I mentioned this on a different episode about the the Janet Cook story where she talked about an eight year old heroin addict and then it ended oh. up being a lot. Uh, she won a Pulitzer Prize, but it ended up being a lie. She made him up. And then she tried to she, like say, hey, it could happen <laughs> later oh on. Yeah. But they're like, nah. <laughs> and then, but the other one that's crazy is Natalie Wood, I think. Like, oh, uh, yeah. I think she drowned 
And yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. What, Willem I didn't Dafoe know that was Chris, on the boat with her and Rob Christopher uh, Walken. Christopher Walken, yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Christopher Walken, yeah, and, yeah. and Robert Wagner, yeah. yeah. Kind of shady, man. Like, and the and the boat captain. There was only three of them, and nobody knows what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody <laughs> knows. Somebody don't, don't get on a boat with any of those guys, right? <laughs> Hey, who's gonna be on the boat? Christopher Walken. I'm. I'm like. I'm out. Oh, <laughs> uh, this <laughs> need That's Oscar to do his impression. We lift the phone. I did it again. <laughs> back to formula. Back to formula. These guys want to take a ride. Yeah, I'm horrible. I can't do a Christopher Walken. <laughs> We need more uh, cowbell. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's all I got. Oh. <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, I saw this one. This story. Uh, this happened in Chicago. This guy named Daniel Goodwin. He, he was dressed as Spider Man, and he climbed the outside of the Sears Tower. He, he he like had a suction cup and like I don't know like hooks and pulleys or something that, like. I like I climbed 110 floors, dressed as Spider-Man. He got to the top. They arrested him, charged him with like criminal misconduct, trespassing, damage to property, and all that. <laughs> it's like, what? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. He was living, right? Uh, yeah, the right costume on. Like, how was I trespassing? I was just going up and outside instead of the inside. Right? You can go in. It's a public building. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to clean the windows. <laughs> uh, all right. Jerks. Here's one. Here's one that I got to mention. And I don't know if you guys got any more, but this this is one that does stick out to me as a memory. And it was like, I guess a must have back to school supply from the 80s. And that was the Casio wristwatch, the calculator, oh. the little wrist calculator. Oh. Nice. Remember people being yeah. like, I was like, bastard. <laughs> little, yeah, little teeny tiny buttons on there. <laughs> yeah. You're cheating. You're cheating on a test. <laughs> That's why I suck at math, mom. I didn't get the risk calculator. Right. You don't buy me that $400 watch. dollars <laughs> <laughs> Apple watch of its day. That's yeah. true. Casios yeah. were it back in the day. Yep. Nice man. I'm I'm gonna slip one more in there because this is this is, uh pretty significant to me at least. Um Metallica formed as a band in nineteen eighty one. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I like that. Yeah, enter so, enter Sandman. Yep. No, that didn't, that that didn't that come year. out, but yeah. No, yeah, I'm just I'm just saying. Oh yeah. I, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was interesting because yeah, they've been around for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, that's dope. Okay, I'm done. No more facts. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, run into our wheel of names and 30-second challenge. Today, one of these lucky contestants will win right here on Wheel of Names. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Who did it last week? I did, right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure it was me. Yeah. Okay. So if this goes around in like synchronicity, who did the first one? I think Chris. I think it was Chris. Yeah. And then you and then me. 
So I think it should be Chris again, probably, right? I don't know. It's going to go back. You're going <laughs> to. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, it's happened to me, man. Let me uh, <laughs> let me share the wheel real quick. And uh, let's see. Let's see what happens. All right. We got Chris, Ephraim, and Caesar. Whenever somebody gives me the okay, I'll spin it and we'll see who does the wheel names. The 30 second challenge. Spin it. Do it. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. No, 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 no. Called it. Oh, yes. The two It's some bullshit. Got it rigged. I rigged it to myself. Right. You, you rigged the wrong that way. Better next time. <laughs> yeah, you see, I'm not cheating, one. guys. I uh, I do like to sometimes tip the odds in my favor, but I'm being I'm being like to fair. live dangerously. I do <laughs> like to live dangerously. <laughs> All right, thirty second challenge on my bloody Valentine. Oh man, I don't think I'm ready for this one at all. Um, somebody you give me three, two, it. one. And I'll do my best. Three, three, two, two, one. T minus 30 seconds. All right. We come to a town. I think it's called Valentine Hills or Valentine Lakes or something. And Blush. there's a legend about a killer that killed people at a dance 20 years ago. And they said you can't have dances in this town. And if you do, this killer is going to come back and kill everybody. So these kids decide to have a party anyway. And after getting nine, warned, eight, people start dying. Seven, and we don't know who's doing all the killing, but it, it does get pretty three, gruesome. Somebody two, ends up in a dryer, one, and hearts end zero. up in boxes. <laughs> nice. Who ends up in a dryer? I don't see that every day. Yeah, it's like the the footloose of Valentine's Day dances. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh. We, can't, we can't celebrate Valentine's Day anymore. You crazy kids in your dances. <laughs> you all want to die. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, man, it's uh, My Bloody Valentine, 1981. Real quick, I'll say director was George Mihalka, stars Paul Kelman, Laurie Hallier, and Neil Affleck. This is a slasher to complete our Slashing Prices series. What'd you guys think, man? On um, was this a first time watch or rewatch? First time in a long time. Man, I think I, I seen this a long time ago, dude. I think like it had to be in the eighties. I don't think I've ever seen it since then. Um, I definitely remember the dryer kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would have forgot about it until watching it. I was like, oh crap, I remember this. So, uh, it, it was fun. It's a uh, more gruesome than that would be. Like there were some pretty cool kills. The was the the bartender who tried to warn everybody? Yeah, he got a nice a nice one uh, to the neck and out to the eye socket. That was pretty gruesome. Uh, like that. So the, the special effects makeup that they did was pretty good. Uh, um, actors and stuff. Just your standard variety eighty slasher kids, or they're not probably not really kids, but uh, <laughs> you know, doing their best. But the the premise is funny. You know, they're trying to capitalize again on you know, Halloween and all that. And the guy was uh pretty strong too. It seemed like people up like nothing but uh yeah the, the plot 20 years but someone escaped uh not escaped someone died in the mining shaft and uh i guess their supervisors left them mm -hmm. the mining shaft blew up and then they find them what they said like six weeks later 
Yeah, six weeks. He's, he's like gnawing on, a, on somebody's arm. An arm, yeah. I was like, holy crap. Yeah. I mean, I guess you try to stay alive. It worked out for him, I guess. All right. And then he went to a mental institution and uh, supposedly got out a year later and started killing. He killed the uh, the, the two supervisors, yeah. And then so they stopped celebrating Valentine's Day and 20 years later, stuff's happening again. The guy stayed out that the great spirit was over. <laughs> the great spirit. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chris? What'd you think? It was a rewatch for me, but like Ephraim, it was uh, I was a kid when I saw this, so um, I mean, it was for being early 80s, the, like you said, the special effects were decent, you know, but yeah, it was typical kind of slasher plot, getting revenge basically, and now you got the town all scared, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, I, I liked it, you know, going back to see it again. It was it was good. Yeah. How about you? For me, I, I'm almost positive this was like either a first time watch or like I never really saw it all the way through. The I didn't really think about that, but that is a slasher plot, like revenge. Uh, you, you, yeah. you just mentioned that right now, but it, it is a big part of the movie. But you really don't know that till the eh, I guess the end. There, yeah. there is moments. There yeah. is moments that insinuate like the beginning of this whole lore and why everything is happening is because of someone getting revenge for being put in that situation, kind of being forgotten about. But I think what I like about it is the mystery that's in the movie. Like towards the end, obviously, it gets a little bit deliberate. I think like within the last ten minutes, you kind of see they're almost on purpose trying to like try to show you that you. They don't know who it is or don't they don't want you to mm-hmm. think of who it is. But to me, right off the bat, like watching this, I was like, TJ seemed like the first suspect because he was gone. Right. Yeah. Back. Came back. And, pissed off. Yeah. He's pissed off. It's like this whole situation um, with. Is it Sarah? I think her name is. Yeah. Sarah. And, uh, Axel and the relationship. And I guess one of the things and I'm curious what you guys think. Like, I know you mentioned even like. They're supposed to be young kids, but I guess the director was going for like young adults uh, that are working well, in the town. They didn't mention school or anything, so yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I should correct myself so, on that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because they're, they're already they're... working in the mines and all that, and so yeah, right. it makes a lot of sense. So, I will say that is different. Like in retrospect, thinking about it, because a lot of times, yeah, a lot of the other slashers are like kids either in college or in school or you know in a camp something like that it's obviously meant to be teenagers this is a little different where it is adults they're adults getting killed by someone so it almost puts a different twist on it because you would expect kids to be stupid enough to fall into dumb situations uh but i guess this is you don't see any kids at all in the film to be honest (laughs) yeah but you see young adults like uh, i guess they're pretty much young adults you know maybe mid-20s early 20s They're all drinking, but but back then, I think drinking age was probably like eighteen. So yeah, who knows? You know, they were probably o- older teens or early twenties. But yeah, still dumb. <laughs> still dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It definitely sets that tone of like a small town and everybody knows everybody. So it was. Oh, yeah. It was awkward. Like you could see there was they were they they got that awkwardness right. When, like, they're in the bars, and there's moments when Axel's with Sarah, and uh, you see Jesse TJ in the back, like, pissed and shit. Just yeah, 
so, grumbling to himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, where did I go? Because they don't even say where he went, right? Said he went away. Uh, he went out <laughs> west, west coast. They, yeah. West coast. They they didn't really say where, but they yeah, didn't really like, say why. Like, yeah. Why? Because <laughs> he he's like the 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 mayor is the owner of the mine, right? Hanniger. Yeah. And yeah. he's his son, so I, I don't know. Probably get a shadow. I don't know. Yeah, he didn't want to work in the mines or whatever. But right. yeah, they didn't really say. So what what did you guys think of like some of the props and everything? Like, did you do you guys really think it fits like the Valentine's Day holiday, or does that is that just really like uh, an excuse for this? I, I guess it kind of fit. I mean, they did show a lot of Valentine's Day stuff in the movie. I know that the film was supposed to be. Have a different title at first. I think I saw the, the secret. That. Really? And, um, yeah, and then they decided to change it to My Bloody Valentine after uh, other slash films are having hits with you know being like slashers on a holiday like Friday Thirteenth and um... Halloween. So that they try to bank on that and probably worked out better for them. Yeah, yeah I feel, feel like it was. Uh... It was a small, like like you said, kind of like a small town. But the even in the movie, the filming locations they didn't go to a whole lot of different locations. It was like the mine, uh, yeah, the, the recreation, and the yeah, the recreational hall for the mine, and then like the town bar, and that was really like the only locations you see really throughout the whole movie. Yeah, the, the, except for the laundromat scene, you the can't forget that. Oh, yes, yeah, true. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Was there a police station too? I think, kind of. Yeah, I think uh, just briefly, but yeah. They yeah. Shady chief. The shady chief. <laughs> yeah. Quite the killing. <laughs> the token happens a lot in these movies, huh? Yes. <laughs> yes, man. The kill, like that kill right at the beginning, uh, through the chest, is pretty legit, and it kind of sets the tone for like what you're in for. Yeah, it looks it pretty, pretty nasty. Yeah. <laughs> pickaxe right through the back of the chest coming out the front yeah Ugh. something that kept like distracting me i don't know about you guys in the in this movie but it was the logo uh the cops logo on the vehicle like the I shield caught that. it's mm-hmm. like it's really bad it looks like a kid yeah. drew like a, <laughs> like <laughs> try to draw uh-huh. like a a town shield or some sort I missed it. But yeah, I kept seeing it and I kept seeing it. And I'm like, man, who did this shit? I was like, who did it, man? It was like really bad. But the, I, I noticed they weren't trying to focus on it too much because like whenever it was in the screen for too much, it was like, it looks really bad. It just looks like wannabe hearts, like in the middle of like some kind of flag. And I was like, OK, it's supposed to be the sheriff's vehicle. It was like nice truck, a suburban or something. Like old, it was. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I must have mentioned something. Oh, I think the the killer was a great poet. <laughs> right. A great poet. His <laughs> <laughs> yeah, writing, bars. his uh, little messages. What was what was the one that he had? That's true. There's one right. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> yeah, the heart. The the heart in the box. Yeah. Every every time. Uh, yeah. Every time <laughs> someone got a heart, he got a. Got a poem. You know what I thought was gonna happen? (laughs) I thought the mayor was gonna have a heart attack right there. (laughs) The heart when he saw the heart and he leaned back like this. I was like, that would have been perfect. Get it? Like a heart, a heart attack. Uh, 
<laughs> so, yeah, I really thought that was going to happen, but no, they missed opportunity there. What'd you guys think about the guys cooking on the car? Oh, <laughs> that was funny, too. They caught me on guard. <laughs> oh, trying to think what, what scene is that? It's like a junkyard, and they're kind of hanging out. And Axel's playing like the harmonica. And then TJ kind of comes up behind. Oh, yeah. Really to the other side of the car. car. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> and they're cooking on top of a car. I'm like, how the hell? Are, how hot is this manifold getting? This car's overheating and shit. <laughs> All right. That's a one line I make a non, non-stick hood. <laughs> <laughs> Only in the 80s. You can, you, yeah. can, you can make eggs on this damn manifold or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What did you guys think of the the boiled heart and the hot dogs? Oh man, I got that in my notes. It ruined me, man. That was nasty. That was that was pretty gross. I was like, yeah, those hot dogs don't look bad. I was like, oh man, they ruined it with the heart in there. (laughs) Boiled the guy's face in there first. Yes. Like, oh my god, that reminded me of a sleepaway sleepaway camp. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't anywhere near as bad, but it was no pretty. Pretty painful, I'm sure. Right, uh, and, and and you go out smelling like hot dogs, like that sucks. <laughs> hot dog face, boiling hot dog water. All right, so uh, something in the plot that I thought was funny that it comes into later in the movie, you know, spoilers. Hey, we're talking about it. You find out Axel's the killer, right? Mm-hmm. And then it shows him a flashback to seeing his father get killed by yes. The original uh, Valentine's Day killer, and he's hiding under the bed, mm-hmm. and, like blood splatters on him or something, right? And he like right. kind of smiles and licks his his uh, the blood off his hand. <laughs> I was like, okay, and, yeah, he's got issues. Yeah, <laughs> he gets like and, in uh, a fetal position, right, and starts yeah, sucking, sucking his thumb. Like and what's funny is like nowhere in the movie at all is it ever mentioned that the <laughs> was his father was killed by this killer twenty years ago. No, but, like nowhere. last five minutes, like. Like, really, nobody thought to think, like, well, Axel's father got killed. You remember? You're like, it's so <laughs> Not till the very end. Yeah, he mentions it. You're right. right. That kind of made me think, and, and I got that down, too. Like, it kind of made me think of Silent Night, Deadly Night a little bit. Because, you know, the the Santa Claus killer, like, later on, the kid sees his mom. Yeah, he's the one who's seen it, right? Yeah. He's the one who's seen it. Uh-huh. And then later on, he, he goes on a killing spree. So I was like, ah, oh, that little... Eh, it kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Um, yeah. But no, that's a good point, though, because they don't really mention that. You would think that they would, but they right. don't until the last couple minutes. Oh, that makes sense. So, so this is dad got killed by the killer. And the mayor says <laughs> it, right? Or some shit. You witnessed right. him. He's crazy. Yeah. He's crazy. <laughs> that's how uh, <laughs> Lucy Lou was made in uh, Kill Bill. <laughs> that's oh, true. He turned that's into an assassin later on. <laughs> The pickaxe assassin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what did you guys think of uh, Sarah, man? I thought she was kind of a hoe. She was making Axel and TJ fight over her, and then she went down. Right. In, later on, she went down in the mines with Howard too, and I was like, man, she she just starts some <laughs> shit. <laughs> yep, <wrong. laughs> and and I mean, she wasn't. She wasn't all that. Let's be honest. Like, you, know, <laughs> you get all these all these guys fighting. And it's like, yeah, 
It's got to be someone else, but it was a small town. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so it's all Mabel, it. right? Ooh. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Mabel. Mabel. And, and the driver. Yeah, the driver. <laughs> She was hot. <laughs> Get it? Washing my heart. Right. Uh, no, I'm yeah, sorry. I, I think, like I mentioned it to my wife, and she's like, "Yeah, but was she sleeping with any of them?" I was like, "No, she was the final girl, you know, I guess." So she was like, well, "She was she's like, so what?" Axel, but yeah, and that's what I was like. She was probably sleeping with Axel, but then she kind of led on TJ when he came back, and. She was just kind of talking shit like, oh, I don't know who to choose, this and that. And I was like, I guess it's one of the first instances where the final girl is a hoe and she doesn't get killed in a in a slasher movie. But she's not really a hoe, True. I guess. I don't know, man. Yeah. I saw that what when her and TJ went out, like TJ's like forcing into his guard, get in the cars. Yeah, I'm like, wow, he's, all, he's pretty forceful. Like, <laughs> he ran out of work quick. <laughs> and then later on, we see Alex doing or Axel doing something with, like that with another one. Like, <laughs> I was like oh, okay, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I let me let me rephrase. She's she's not a hoe, guys. She just had hoeish tendencies. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little loose there. A little loose, loose, <laughs> loosey goosey. Uh, I was gonna say, what was your favorite kill? Yeah, man, there's so many. Obviously, there's like the pickaxe through the eye, uh, the I the thought the, kind of impaling, I guess, through the head. Yeah, the human sprinkler. Yes, yeah, I, th- I thought that head. was pretty creative. Uh, that was, that was. I think, but I gotta go. With, I think I gotta go with the pickaxe, man, because I feel like that dude kind of deserved it. Cause he was like egging. He was gonna. He was trying to scare the kids. Right? Tender, yeah. And uh, <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, this is gonna get him." And he kept fucking going back. Like, know, like dumbass. He just like, if you know something odd about it. Yeah, right. he was drunk, and he's like, "Ah," and he, he couldn't up, get over. Uh, it. Set up the dummy to to look like uh, the the axe murderer. It's like, what? <laughs> Who's the dummy now? How do you how do yeah. you know what the axe murderer looks like? <laughs> and, you know. Huh? The the uh, impeccable aim of uh, hitting right in the eye and the eye popping out was pretty dope. Oh yeah, let's go. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that one, man. I think. Uh, yeah, the dryer uh, kill was probably second as far as gruesomeness. Maybe. The, yeah. Well, that, that was so. M- Mabel got killed with a pickaxe. Yeah, and well, then later when they come back to the laundromat, I think it's the police chief who finds her. Yeah, in the dryer. Yeah. yeah, chief chief uh, newbie finds like, it. How many? How, how much money did he put in that machine? You know, how long was that thing <laughs> I running? was thinking about that right. too. <laughs> he put, like, put forty dollars in here. Hopefully, you know? I'm so stupid. I'm like, man, I never seen a dryer that's got hour settings for this motherfucker because he put that shit on for eight hours or some shit. <laughs> right, one quarter would last for four hours at that time. Probably, yeah. <laughs> he twisted the shit out that dial. <laughs> <laughs> Permit, but you know <laughs> what's funny about when he finds her is you almost see him acting like okay I don't want to look at this right away I don't want to look at it and then he's like ah you know he kind of waves his way over there and then he looks yeah, down his face his face yeah and then the smell he's like he's like some smells some smells funny 
Right. Yeah, he, he didn't smell it when he walked in. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't hear it when he walked in. Yeah. Mabel. Yeah. You, you, you see open the it, door it, and all you hear is dum 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 dum. I'm like, oh, like it was closing the door right. and just fucking uh, got rid of all that. <laughs> yeah, he, he walked right past it and then came back to it later. It's like, what? <laughs> That's funny. His heart's upside down. <laughs> oh right there was a couple of me like that's that's weird why are these upside down you know what it made me think about was like wait a minute for one second i was like wait was the dance supposed to be at the laundromat that's how small this town is and shit uh <laughs> it confused yeah, me with the decorations all right i think it was like uh what does he call it like a strip mall or something and that's what it felt like to me like it was like mm-hmm. the same strip oh, as where the like bar was plaza, yeah. yeah or something like I said, it, it didn't seem like it went. They didn't go too far. Like it was all pretty close proximity. <laughs> That's what it seemed like. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> what did you guys think? So to me now, it it seems kind of weird. But the, the group of guys showering together after work is an old school thing. I think. Like yeah. uh, I don't think you'll see that uh-huh. now. Like hey, hey Chris, I'll see you in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> snapping, <laughs> snapping <laughs> towels. <laughs> <laughs> It's like scary movie. Like right. last oh, one right. in. Last one in gets a hug from Ray. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, I, I I don't know. Maybe that that type of work environment happens, but yeah. I feel like they got you got your own stall or something like that. They're not just open showers like high school style. <laughs> so prison style. Right. Yeah. Don't don't drop the soap. <laughs> don't drop the pickaxe. <laughs> don't drop uh, the gas mask. That's where you gotta wear a gas mask when you're taking a shower and shit. And then, right. <laughs> but yeah, then ass masks. Ass masks. <laughs> ass masks. But yeah, it kind of shows like how small that town was because these dudes all worked, obviously together in the mine showered mm-hmm. got ready and they all went to the same bar it's like you yep. always like hang out together like your whole crew huh mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that's what it was it sets it up for the movie i guess definitely man i think i will say that those beers leave something to be desired uh they didn't look that good but you know <laughs> i was like man give me something else these these are some sad ass beers uh, in the movie they were like Schlitz. the old school yeah, Schlitz. they're like the the pop tops back then, you know. They they're yeah. pull tabs, oh, yeah. The pull tabs, there you go. Overall, what did you guys think of about the, the the main plot? Like, do you get more like pulled in by the mystery of who's doing the killings? Or is is the side story kind of distracting between like TJ, Axel, and Sarah? Or do you think they kind of work and mesh well together? Yeah, I think they kind of mesh well because you're thinking it's it's one of them. You're probably leaning more closely to TJ just because of that blank side story he has where nobody knows where he went or he went west or nobody knows why he left right. what he did. So I guess it kind of goes hand in hand with the mystery. Mm-hmm. This right. one, I agree. Gotcha. I forgot to mention that scene where I, I can't remember the characters, but when like the movie first starts and the, the guys get off of work and they go see all their girls, yeah. and then one dude grabs his girl and lifts her up by her head. Oh, that's oh, that yeah. guy was gonna crush her. Head. <laughs> like yeah, a, I was like, okay, a wrestling move. And she's like, she's like <laughs> Neanderthal or some crap. Like, <laughs> yeah, who does that, <laughs> yo? 
Like, that's a wrestling move, man. Yeah. <laughs> like Mankind uh, over here. I think Crush did that on uh, Duty <laughs> or Demolition. Oh, what a rush. <laughs> <laughs> what about the one uh, sitting down? Uh, the little pervy guy. I forgot what his name was. But, uh, um, one of the Howard? Says something. Was it Howard? Might have been the one that was like, snorting Coke, like Coca Cola. Yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> like actually, like, he's like, he's like, what are you looking at? He's like, you, oh, you gorgeous slab of female flesh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. To the bartender, <laughs> wow. like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, awesome compliment. <laughs> <laughs> totally gonna wait now. Yeah. No. Who did you like think it was, or you remembered who the killer was? No, I figured it had to be either TJ or Axel. And the other thing was TJ because some of the things that were going on, like he wouldn't have had time to mm-hmm. do this or that, you know. I didn't remember, but I mean, throughout the whole movie, they're like, oh, it's Harry, Harry Warden, the, the original mm-hmm. guy that went crazy. Yeah. And so I, I kind of just assumed it was him probably living in the, you know, off the grid somewhere and just coming back. Yeah. At, uh, That's definitely in the back of my head. Like yeah, Meyer. right. Yeah, like like Michael Myers style. You know, he right. just comes back at at that holiday or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I kind of yeah have suspicions. But yeah, that's that's where I thought it. But I I feel like that the whole thing talking about does it like the story blend well and all that. Being a minor, and I think it was just <laughs> there was no minors. <laughs> they were all drinking. But uh, <laughs> you know, it's like what does that have to do with valentine's day really but uh i guess that's <laughs> when they got stuck in the mine right is yeah. when it's so yeah it's, you know it's he took that valentine's dance right yeah because the name of the town was valentine bluff and there you go i totally yeah. that. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah it's like i don't know that story and and, and the valentine hearts well the valentine boxes with the hearts in them it's like yeah <laughs> I don't know. I kind of felt like a stretch right there because it's like, man, they went all out on the Halloween theme. Or, I'm sorry, the Valentine's Day theme. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, like, in retrospect, after watching it, I was thinking about that, too. I was thinking how if you you approach this in a way of thinking that it's called that because of the name of the town and not because of the holiday, it makes more sense. You know, it's like almost like it's just a coincidence that it's Valentine's Mm -hmm. Day. In Valentine's Bluff, it so almost makes more sense. It. Yeah, it almost makes more sense for it just to be about the town that's called that, and then what what happens to happen there around that time, uh, twenty years ago. So, yeah, and I thought too for a while I was like maybe it is it is Harry and maybe he's the one doing the killings. But then like I like I had mentioned earlier, I think towards the end, and maybe I I exaggerated about ten minutes, maybe like the last five minutes or so. It is, it is like they're really trying to make you think who's the killer because they start separating Axel and TJ like every so often towards the end in the last couple of scenes yeah. when things start to happen. So I, I think not for nothing, but for the most part, that story works as a mystery. Like if you've never seen it before, it does a pretty good job of confusing you and getting you to think, well, it must be this person when in reality it's not. In the misdirection, it does take a little while to get there, but I think it works for the most part. Especially for for 81. Yeah, Yeah. 1981, definitely. (laughs) One thing that threw me off towards the end was 
when they're climbing up the ladder. Yeah. And I think it, it happens fast. So it's like when they're climbing up, someone gets decapitated and then you yeah, see the like, body fall. Yeah, so they're stuck on a rope or right. So what what I I thought it was Axel because he was at the top for a second. I was I like, oh too. okay. But then it was the other dude. Yeah, Axel's the one that pulled the rope, and yeah, then Howard's body like falls. So my impression, yeah, like he was he had already killed him and kind of probably set that up, you know, or whatever. Because how would he know to pull the rope? Like they're climbing the ladder. So yeah, but if you like follow the story, it's like when did this? When do you have time to do all this? <laughs> you see, you see, Axel at the party the entire time, and it's like, yeah, there's like no, I don't know. He must be quick because, you know, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, he knows the mines well, I guess. Yeah, true. Yeah, because he he didn't seem to leave that party, but obviously it was. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh, that's the supernatural aspect, Chris. Uh, that we yeah. got like it was magic. Right. I'll be back, guys. <laughs> right, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> uh, yeah, that that's probably the only thing that threw me off was that part. the 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 climax is pretty decent, you know, the final battle, the fight, and then you know, Sarah is the last. Uh, she's the final girl. She pulls off the mask, and then you see that it's Axel. Yeah, he gets caught in the rubble. And yeah, all juicy there, everybody. She wants to touch his hand. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that. Again, oh. man, that's hoish tendencies. She's a you with TJ already, man. Why you gotta go back? I gotta hold his head. <laughs> and then you see my other side cutting off his arm. Yeah. Oh, from the elbow down. I'm like, wow, he's committed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he was laughing about it, <laughs> singing his little poet song. Ah. Saying he was gonna gonna they were gonna him and Harry were gonna come back, right? That's yeah. What yeah. He said so. Uh, but, interesting, definitely. But it, yeah, that's. That's kind of weird because, so it sets it up. This movie kind of sets it up for a sequel, but they're never they never make one, and that's kind of rare because horror movies are notorious for you know you got at least two to three sequels or or whatever. But yeah, it's kind of weird that this one didn't. I don't know if it didn't do well or or whatever, but uh, it's kind of strange in that sense. Yeah. Well, let's bring Back to the Future. We could talk about that a little bit. If we could somehow harness this lightning, channel it into the flux capacitor, it just might work. We're sending you back to the future. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right, we are at forty-two years ago. Forty-two years later. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Thanks for aging us. Yep. Sorry, man. Uh, <laughs> well, we didn't see it when it came out, shit. Uh, so we're not that old, right? We didn't like, oh yeah, I sat down and saw this at the theater and back in uh, nineteen eighty one. That's true. I saw it on on VHS. You're right. But no, I think so. There was a remake. I I know I seen the remake. I can't front. I remember seeing it, but I don't remember anything of it. So I I don't think it was memorable. And I don't yeah, know how good the reviews were for it. I'm curious. Yeah, now I am too. After after rewatching this, I don't know if you guys read a little bit about the director, and he had a lot of ideas for a sequel. And I think there was like three different 
scripts that were approached to do sequels for it. The yeah. one that I heard that sounded interesting, and this is recently, I think like 2018 or something, or even 20, uh, maybe 2016. And I, I know I'm saying recently, and that's like eight, seven years ago or whatever. But to me, that's a little more recent, obviously, than 1981. And there was a story he said that was pretty close, which would have showed that TJ was now like the, the chief of the town and uh, Sarah was running like, a, you know, a store there in town. And it was going to be something like that where they, they came back to it that way. And um, that was going to be one of the, the ideas for the sequel. But I'm I'm curious, too, man, because it definitely like you, you said, Chris, in the last segment, like it definitely leaves it open for a sequel. Oh, big time. Yeah. And I think it's it would have worked. I'm not sure why. Why it didn't go forward with it, but this was also, I think it was a Canadian made like production. Oh, yeah, you can tell by all the accents. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) right? Uh, but would you guys, would you guys like to see a sequel instead of a remake, or would you like to see another crack at a remake? I guess since they already did a remake, it would be cool to have a sequel to the original with those original characters, you know, at least maybe. Couple of them reprising their reprising their roles or something, like you mentioned. Um, I feel like they'll probably just try to make a remake of the new one instead, or mm. a sequel to that. What do you think, Chris? Yeah, I mean, like I said, they they already did the remake, and I I remember that one more than this one because I had seen it obviously more recently. But uh, you know, it, it kind of followed the same storyline. But yeah, I think a sequel would have been cool. Um, yeah, I don't know if it would work now. You know, this forty-one years later, maybe you know, it, it would have been expected like, or like in the eighties, you know, shortly mm-hmm. after this. But, but yeah, I think it would be a cool idea, cool movie to watch. So there's a, uh, so I was curious about if they had made a sequel, and there's a fan sequel called Valentine Bluffs. Yeah, it that came was- out this year. What's it called? Oh, right. Valentine Bluffs. Valentine Bluffs. Nice. So it's like a fan-made movie? Yeah, it's, uh, it says the plot summary is after the horrific events that took place in Valentine Bluffs. TJ and Sarah struggle to move on with their lives in a new town. Circumstances force TJ to move back to his hometown where he tries to start a new life. So 40 years pass, and the town of Valentine Bluffs has forgotten the names of Axel Palmer and Henry Warden. So the next generation is getting ready to celebrate Big Valentine's Day dance. So that changed. Oh, <laughs> oh man! Seems well until not, uh, an ominous figure wielding a pickaxe appears, leaving a trail of carnage behind. So I want to check that out because I'm curious about it. Yeah, me too. Nice right. man. Good find. Yeah. I. Oh, is it sweet? Yeah, I think it's a full movie. How long is it? Let me see. I think it's like 90 minutes. Yeah, I pulled it up yep, after you mentioned minutes, it. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's the same name as this this movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. All right, the, here... the old movie in 4K. In <laughs> 4K. <laughs> wow, they look young. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> here's my idea for a remake. If you're gonna remake it now, it has to fit the times. So my story would be that <clears throat> the coal miners are getting shut down because they're gonna open a solar energy plant nearby and one of the coal miners takes it personally because they're getting rid of uh coal obviously right took our jobs. yeah they took our job so there goes there there goes your idea guys hollywood 
the killer's a guy that uh, wants to keep mining, and right. they're trying to stop. They're they're trying to close the mine. So that, I that, hate that. I hate green electricity. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I hate green energy. So that's that's yeah. that's the angle to take right there. Thanks. I, I could totally see it happening. Um, then people but, like you see people like litter on the street, and he like kills them. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I hate solar. I hate solar. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the sun. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dracula. This is a vampire movie now. Uh, <laughs> I hate the sun. <laughs> Perfect eggs. Nice. Uh, but no, man, I think overall, it's a fun movie. Like to to end the series with this one, I I did see some of the similarities and some of those same things you guys after you guys brought it up to kind of thinking about the whole revenge plot that uh, does kind of take place in a lot of slashers. And I think in almost everyone that we talked about, you know, there was some some form of revenge or another. So that is a big deal. It's also a pretty decent mystery, especially if you've never seen it before. I think it's worth it. Uh, It it holds up. It is dated because of the, the stuff that puts you back in that time that you don't see anymore. You know, maybe some of the either branding or some of the stuff that people were using, uh, the old cars that that's the only kind of giveaways that it's an older film. But other than that, the story itself would, could be done in any small town. So I think, I think because of that, that yeah. But yeah, I I recommend it, man. How do you guys feel about it? No, it's definitely recommended. Like I said, a lot of these films, you know, not the greatest things and some don't have the greatest plots, but some of them still hook you, you know, like this one. And um, I just think that's what makes them fun, you know, simple. Mm-hmm. Don't have to be yeah. an Oscar worthy film. It's just something to sit down and watch and have fun with. Yeah, with nice. blood and the poems. <laughs> and the poems. <laughs> forget this poem. Roses are red, violets are blue. You better I not do you. that dance or I'll come for you. Uh, <laughs> or I'll come on you. No, there you go. Uh, <laughs> hey, Valentine's thing. <laughs> it's Valentine's thing. There you go. Uh, <laughs> all right. So end of the series. It's ranking time, man. Uh, four, three, two, one, one, two, three, four. How are you guys going to rank these? So we went, we started with Sleepaway Camp, did Maniac Cop, did Deadly Friend and we did My Bloody Valentine. Now, now it's time to rank. Mm. Probably say <laughs> we can still my the number one here. Mm. Just because how crazy that ending is. Mm-hmm. And uh, which one? Sleepaway Camp? For Sleepaway Camp, you had the crazy ending and you figure out what the hell like is actually <laughs> them, you know? <laughs> and mm-hmm. the whole backstory, how messed up that is. For number two, man, I don't know. It could be Maybe Maniac Cop or this one. That's hard to pick a choo for number two. You got to make a choice. I'm, I'm going to put this out there. <laughs> then again, my deadly friend had baby. Baby. An exploding yep. head. Yes. <laughs> exploding head. The exploding head, man. That was, a, All right. that was, that was pretty memorable. This, too. this one had shower head, so. <laughs> <laughs> Literally a shower head. It's <laughs> true. All right. Yeah, I, I I think I would uh I don't know, I think I'll rate this this one number as one out of the four. Okay. And then uh I think Sleepaway Camp number two for me. And then um probably Deadly 
Deadly Friend mm -hmm. as number three, and then number four would be a uh, Maniac Cop. That one is is cool, but it's kind of like uh kind of predictable storyline a little bit. So I I don't know. I would have that in the bottom of the four. All right. All right. Uh, I think this one too. Yeah, this one number two. Mm -hmm. Personal sleepaway camp. Yeah, I'd probably go my daily for number three and Mania Cop number four, like Chris. I don't know. Yeah. I, I enjoyed the 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 absurdity of uh my daily friend, how silly it was. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got <laughs> uh, under your skin, that's pretty cool. Right. It is, man. It's <laughs> it's funny. Um <laughs> that should crack me up too. I think <laughs> I, I will go with Sleepaway Camp number one. Uh, I would actually put Deadly Friend number two for me because okay. it's 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 different to me in the sense that it feels almost like a what if someone made a horror movie and it was an after school special horror movie <laughs> for some reason and it's weird in that sense to me. It feels like it could have been like something like that, but it it's it's got a very memorable yeah it got a very memorable kill in it. And then I would probably go with this one, My Bloody Valentine number three. And then I would probably I'm with you guys with Maniac Cop number four. I think I think it's not that Maniac Cop is bad. It just there's some things that are unique about it, but there's like some stuff that's predictable. <clears throat> Chris. Uh, but especially it, 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 not as memorable to me. Yeah. yeah, and especially being out later. It was like what, eighty eight that one came out. And so yeah, at that point there's a lot of a yeah. lot of other slashers had already That's come true. out, so it's kind of like biting off of That's some true. of those. Uh, I will say, out of the out of all of them, though, that one probably has the best cinematography, Maniac Cop. But obviously, it's just because you know technology moved ahead a little bit, so some of the yeah. shots and some of the score and stuff in that one are a little bit above the other ones. But the other ones are a little bit more, you know, vintage. I think, which uh, kind of give it the leg up. So nice, man. Well, we had, we all agreed on one at the end, at least. So, yeah. you know, uh, this was awesome. Uh, we might have, uh, you know, another bonus episode for this this month, but stay tuned for that. But uh, other than that, man, you know, that this wraps up Horror Month, guys. Cool. This is a fun one. Yeah. Yes, series. Scary movies are my jam. <laughs> and they're my jelly. <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. On to the next one. Goodbye. Take care. Who wants a little ASMR? Uh -huh. Popcorn. Mm. You know, every movie, I feel like you have to have popcorn with it. This is definitely one of those, so make sure you check it out. And thanks to the fellas again for popping on this episode and this whole series all month long. This one on My Bloody Valentine was dope. And we might, we might have a bonus one for you guys next week. So stay tuned. But for now, it's your boy 7C saying peace out. God bless. And leaving you with a track from the year 1981. Peace.
on the shelf. This is 